Hello and welcome to the PHBC Pastors Podcast, where we seek to bring biblical and pastoral insight to everyday issues for the people of PHBC. I'm Brian. He's Brian. Uh, and I'm Brian, too. <laughs> there you go. Uh, today, we are talking about everyone's favorite subject, politics. Woohoo! Uh, so we, we talked about this back in the spring, um, but with the election quickly upon us, uh, we thought it would be prudent to discuss it again. Um, this might come as a surprise to you, Pastor Brian, but there's a pe- uh, presidential election um, this year, November. That's right. By the time this airs, it'll probably be maybe, what, a month out from the election or thereabouts. Thereabouts. So, <laughs> so oh, goodness. Um, you can't see it, but I, my whole body just deflated a bit knowing the subject at hand. I, let, let's start there, Pastor Brian. Why is politics such a difficult subject for us to get into? Why is that always the one that creates the eye rolls and the Thanksgiving dinner tension among family members? What is it about politics that, that just oh, gets us? Because we expect too much from politics. We expect, um, we, we place our hope eschatologically there's a big word for it so this that 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 politics they're going to cure all of our ills and if we just elect the right person to be president or senator or if you know we have the right person as president then he can nominate the right judges and um, et cetera et cetera et cetera and if we just if if the right person is sitting in a job then everything else is going to work out um and just that is a dead-end street. That's not to say that as Christians we shouldn't care about politics mm. or that those things aren't important. They are important. And so um, I do care deeply about the type of judges that get appointed to the federal bench. I think that I think that's an important thing for Christians to think about. But um, we don't ultimately place our trust in these judges or in the president who is appointing these judges or in the Senate who approves the appointments. Uh, we place our trust in the one and only living God because he is sovereign over all. That's really good, and I love that image. So in my mind, I've got a pendulum, right? So on the one side, you have this kind of, you know, my political leaders are my saviors. They, you know, my, all my hope is in them. On the other side is just pure apathy, which is, you know, I, it doesn't matter anyways. I don't care. I'm not going to be involved. I'm not going to vote. I'm just... Um, neither of those options are on the table for Christians. We, we need to find that middle ground of, of caring, but caring in a rightly ordered way. Um, so that's good. Um, so a couple of different uh, political uh, components wanted to, to bounce off you. Um, so speaking of this upcoming election, uh, help us think about voting Christianly. So is it simply about who's got the coolest looking campaign signs up and down the highway? Is it about whose name, I think, sounds the the strongest? Uh, How should we, you know, help help us get a framework for voting Christianly? Um, So there are any number of factors. Uh, no, No single candidate is ever going to be able to check if you will, every box, um, biblically speaking. So, we're, but it's also important to recognize we're, we're not we're not electing a pastor. Uh, so, being a Christian, for example, is not a prerequisite to the office of president or senator or congressman or Charles County Council member or whatever. Being a Christian is not a prerequisite for that. Um, now, does that all else being equal? Do, you know, have an opportunity. To, 
to have somebody who who loves Jesus and is following hard after Jesus to serve in those roles, yeah, that's wonderful. But that's not a prerequisite for that office. Um, but but there are some things that that we do want to be very careful of. I mean, there are some issues that um, the Bible is very very clear on. Um, Jonathan Lehman would call those uh, straight line issues mm-hmm. in his um, uh, book on politics. Uh, so straight line meaning from that there's a very clear, you know, thou shalt not murder uh, in, in the Bible. And then how does that relate to, say, the abortion issue? Um, and so that's a very straight line issue. You know, abortion is murder. And thou shalt not murder. And so, you know, you don't have to take any logical leaps there. Um, on the other hand, uh, our immigration policy, you know, the Bible does tell us that we're to love the stranger among us. Um, but... As far as, well, how many strangers among us should we allow into our country each year? Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, it's a bit more jagged now. It's, yeah. not a, it's not a straight line issue. And so there are biblical principles that hold, uh, that have sway in there. But it's, it, you, we can't just do a one-to-one correspondence from the Bible to that particular issue. And so, um, so it's very helpful to learn as much as you can about any particular candidate, whether it's a candidate for president, those, the, you know, it's pretty easy to find out information on candidates for president. You know, they have, uh, you know, th- those are fairly well known. Uh, but then when you get down to local issues to Charles County commissioners or what have you, nah, now there's not so many you know, places I can go to find out. But then again, uh, so for Charles County commissioners, um, let's let's say they're, uh, I don't know, let's say they're pro-immigration. Well, the Charles County Commissioners don't really have a lot to say about immigration. That, that's not their issue, okay? So that, 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 those aren't the kinds of decisions they're making. So I don't really need to know what their stance on immigration is. I'm more interested, say, in their stance on, you know, how do they think about uh, growing the economy here in Charles County? Because that, they're going to have more to say on that particular issue, whereas a president will have more to say not only on growing the economy, but as well on uh, immigration and life issues and, and the like. And so, um, and so just understand what office you're voting, you're casting your ballot for, and, and then what is that particular candidate, uh, where do they stand on those issues, and how do those issues relate to uh, what the Bible is saying? Are they straight-line issues? Mm-hmm. Are they jagged-line issues? Um, and then know that, then, then you cast your, cast your vote. It's important, though, I would say, uh, and to understand, you might be getting at this later in a later question, mm-hmm. that that Christians in good conscience can come to different conclusions on these issues. And so um, now, for example, just laying all my cards on the table here, you know, abortion is the is the killing of an unborn human being in in the womb. I don't think as a Christian that we should come to a different conclusion other than, well, that's murder. Now, does that mean then that it's wrong for any Christian ever to support a candidate who's pro-choice? Um, well, that's that's a more difficult question. Um, there are people who, and I and I am one of these people. Just again to put my cards on the table, what are called single-issue dispositive voters. Um, and so <laughs> you're going to need to break that down so, for us. So that means so like a single issue means so if, if so for myself, I. I I find it personally unconscionable for myself to vote for a candidate who is pro-choice. Um, I just, 
I, I can't do that. That's that's to me. It's that's that's a bridge too far. Um, I can't I can't cross that bridge. Um, now, for others, they might say, well, this candidate is going to do more more uh, good in, in the fact that people are aren't going to need to get as many abortions now because of the social reforms that they're going to uh, that they're in favor of. And so now there won't. So even though the candidate is pro-choice. Ultimately, the abortion rate decreases, um, and that's a, it's a logical argument, and it, and it actually has historically, in some cases, proven true. Sure. Um, but still, for myself, I just I can't. I'm not. I'm not going to vote for the pro pro choice candidate myself. But that doesn't mean that if I have a brother or sister in Christ um, here in the church or somewhere else, for, frankly, out there in the social media sphere, um, you know. We don't need to be belligerent toward toward a toward an individual just because they come to a different conclusion about which candidate is the best. Um, so Christians in good faith can come to different conclusions about which candidate is the best. Um, so Jesus was not a Republican. Jesus was not a Democrat. Jesus was not an Independent. Uh, Jesus, he's Jesus. He didn't he didn't ask anybody permission to to say this is my platform um and so uh, so we need to be careful about saying that this that one party or the other party is the quote-unquote christian party mm. um and so and, and take it from there so that's all fantastic and yeah so friends pastor brian has not seen the script but he just hit the next three things in a row that i had um but no that that's that's really helpful um so i want to dig into just that last part a little bit more uh john thirteen thirty five. by this all people know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another um so how does that apply to, to politics? Any, anything else to add on that? So I, I really appreciate you, you bringing just the, the reality that Christians can come to different conclusions on this and then bring it all the way back to how you initiated it, that politics is not the end-all, be-all, ultimate in our lives. None of these potential elected officials are saviors. Um, so here, let me, let me ask it this way. Uh, how can we, what would it look like for us to love one another well in this political spectrum? It's well to offer one another charity, uh, rather than to immediately demonize somebody because they vote for a different candidate than you vote for, or they support a different political party, or because they have in their front lawn a, a sign for uh, party X or party Y. Um, offer be be more charitable. Uh, don't immediately assume the worst. And by the way, I would say so that, you know, yes, we're to love one another, but Jesus says we're to love our enemies as well. So even if that person is not a brother or sister in Christ, um, we are to love our enemies well. Um, and so we need to be mindful. So one of the things that I try to try very hard in my life to accomplish, and sometimes I do this better than others, but I try very hard to accomplish that I don't want my political opinions to become a stumbling block for somebody else to hear the gospel. Mm. So, you know, whether, whether, you know, I vote Republican or whether I vote Democrat, uh, when I'm having a conversation with a neighbor or whatever, I'm not, and frankly, usually with, with most church members, I don't get into who I vote for and this, I cast my ballot this way or that way. Uh, because I, I want, I want to focus on the things that really matter. And that is the gospel. And so I don't want them to think 
you know, it's particularly if it's an unbeliever, I don't want them to think, well, you know, if, if he supports X candidate, then he clearly doesn't care about the things that I care about. And so why should I believe him on this gospel thing that he's evidently so passionate about? Mm. Um, and so I want to, I, yes, it's in, yes, I want to have an informed decision. And yes, I think my vote is important and I'm going to cast my ballot. And, um, and, and I will be voting November 4th, I believe, is the day. Is that right? November 4th, I think, is Election Day. Um, and so I will be voting on that day and of November 3rd this year. Brian just corrected me. And so I was close, a day off. And so November 3rd, I'll plan on uh, going up to Smallwood and casting my ballot. That's my voting uh, polling station. And but, but I just want to be mindful that I can still love people who who think differently than I do. Um, even if they think passionately differently than I do, that's okay. It's okay. We can, uh, we can, we can still love others. Indeed we can, and indeed we must uh, obey our Lord and Savior. Um, so, PB, any other aspect of this political world? I'm sure we, we could spend far more time on it, um, but anything else that you wanted to highlight during this conversation? So I, I think, Christians, we owe a duty to our community and a duty to our country to um, to cast ballots uh, to, to, to vote. I, I know that there are Christian traditions that would disagree with that and they would there are Christian traditions that would say that you know we need to not be of the world and and, and, and even to remove ourselves from politics in general, um, even even from the casting of our of our own ballots. Uh, I would disagree with that. I think it's important for Christians to, to cast our ballots, but to do so in an informed way, mm. um, not to, you know, there, there are far too many people, unfortunately, that go to the polls and they think, uh, you know, he or she is attractive, so let me vote for him, or I like that name, or, you know, they have a snazzy sign or a cool website. Uh, though, none of those are requisites for, for any political office. Mm. And so know something about the candidate, um, and the more important the candidate, the more important you should, the more you should probably know about that candidate. So if somebody's voted running for dog catcher, you probably don't need their whole resume for, for dog catcher. Uh, but somebody's running for president or senate or what have you, uh, it's a little more important. Than I think you underestimate how much I love dogs. <laughs> and with that, uh, we'll, we'll call it a day for now here. Um, certainly more can be said. Um, if you have other political questions or questions in general that you would like to hear us take up, we would love to hear from you. Shoot us an email, send us a text, let us know. Um, but for now, thank you for listening. This has been the PHBC Pastors Podcast.